Sunday to you all. Most of all, happy Sunday after Easter to each and every one of you all. We wish we could have made Easter, but we have been busy. Um, we have been doing some training seminars. We have been doing some health stuff. And thank God, we thank God that he has blessed us to be once again on the air um, talking to you all about the goodness of Jesus. This is Wayfair. If you've forgotten, this is Wayfair. This is your 16th episode today. And I am your primary host, Apostle Ann Kalawali. And it is our pleasure to be with you today and to share the good news. I want to start off, just take a moment and welcome our American family back. Also, we want to welcome our Nigerian family back. And those of you that are new, we welcome you to our American family. Good morning. How are you? I hope you're blessed of the Lord. And to our Nigerian family, we say, Baoni Bele. And we say, A penny for long. And Oshie, we thank you very much for being with us, taking time out of your busy schedule today. Hey, this is a great time to call if you need prayer. If you need counseling, if you got a burning testimony within you that you just won't need someone to shout with you right quick, celebrate it, we can do it over the phone. Give us a call at 1-877-842-1712. We'd be more than happy to help you. We've got some of our ministers standing by. Uh, what about um, electronically? If you'd like to contact us, you can contact us. It's HTTPS colon backslash backslash welfare w-e-l-f-a-r-e period captivate c-a-p-t-i-v-a-t-e f-m and listen um as we begin we just want to let you all know that we have um we won't call it our sixth ministry tool because we've got two books now that we're debating about which one we're going to go with for the sixth uh, ministry tool, a resource um, to be given out. But what we do have right now is we've got some CDs by Perry Stone and they are entitled Spiritual Wickedness in High Places. And I do think it's going to be great for some of our believers that want to know um, more about the end time, more about end time scriptures and how to be prepared, that sort of thing. If you need one, hey, you can give us a buzz or you can also uh, check us out on the web if you need to let us know and request one there. I am so elated to have my little niece with us today. And stick around. When we get back, she's going to help bring us in. Come on. 
definitely satisfied with you oh lord and we thank you and give you all the praise today abigail is with us and abigail will give you the floor i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart i will enter his cause with praise i will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And hallelujah, he has made me glad. I am so glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Hello everyone. The song I just sang is from the book of Psalm chapter 100 verse 4 it says enter his gate with thanksgiving and his court with praise give thanks to him and praise his name i love praising god because he is good and his mercy endureth forever god is good amen and we thank you little abigail for that and indeed god is good Stick around and we will get right into the ministry. satisfied with you praise the lord praise the lord and we will be satisfied with you today lord we just thank you for all your goodness lord and we forget not all your benefits and we will be satisfied with you bless the name of jesus right where you are take a few minutes to bless the name of jesus there is absolutely nothing wrong with blessing the name of jesus for he is good and greatly to be praised hallelujah he is a very present help in the time of trouble he's a bridge over troubled waters we know that he is elohim he's el shaddai he's alpha and omega he is the bread of life and he is the lion of judah praise his holy name he's great he's great he's great and he's great to he's greatly to be praised we thank you lord we thank you god and we're about to feel something up in here and feel my help and we just thank you jesus um for your visitation we thank you for the word that you're going to bring forth um based on your word and we just thank you lord for being our personal uh savior today we I tell you what, what can we give unto the Lord for all his goodness? There is nothing that we can give to him. If we had 10,000 tongues, we could not praise him enough. He's all our all in all, and he's all that we need today. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is that he is. He's all that we need him to be. And if you would, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. If you would, please go with me to Revelation 1 and 18. We give him praise today. We give him all the glory. And we give him all the honor for being, for being the Savior of our life. For being so awesome unto us. And that scripture is Revelation 1 and 18 that we're going to start with today. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And it reads, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. So I need you to text someone that uh, you know that is either going through, has gone through, and really I don't think anybody's going to be exempt, but they're going to have to go through as part of the body of, of Christ. At this time, if you would just text someone and you would tell them he went through hell. He went through hell. He went through hell just to get to heaven. And that's our topic for today. And now I need you to make it personal. If you ever went through anything, if you got anything going on, if you if you had backlash from the COVID, if you had uh, problems with your job, if you got any problem with your family, if you got anything going on out of the unusual, I want you to tell yourself I went through hell just to get to heaven. Amen. 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 So he went through hell just to get to heaven. And we as his followers, we need to know that I I went through hell just to get to heaven on Easter Sunday. God woke me up and I guarantee you this was the third thought, the thing by the time I had said uh, good morning, because I say good morning to the Lord and a lot of people may feel quite strange and I just said happy Easter and before I know it I, I just heard it clearly he down put it in my head and he said I went through hell I went through hell just to get to heaven ain't that just like Jesus on the morning that we celebrate that he rose from the grave and we know on Easter Sunday morning he literally we celebrate that he literally rose uh, from the grave and was resurrected and we just give him uh, a high salute a high five on that this morning that he rose he got up from the grave with all power in his hands and on the way he did make a pit stop first peter 3 and 18 he made a pit stop he went through hell literally he went through hell just to get to to heaven now i need everybody to go with me quickly to matthew 27 and um we we know yes 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 that's the easter story oh do we have to do the easter story again yes we do because we need to have it apparent and clear in our, in our mind i know that's all last week you got the easter message the easter sermon but we need it refreshed one more time at least in in our mind in our mind we need to understand why he went through hell and i'm gonna read it it is a lot but i'm gonna read it i'm gonna try to be as quick with the reading as possible but here we go 
Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers, and he stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took the robe off of him and put on his own raiment back on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found the man of Cyrene, and Simon by the name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink, mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he could not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, they parted my garments among them, and among and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him therefore, and set up over his head, his and set up over his head his accusation written: This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and they that passed by rivaled him, uh, wagging their their heads, and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and build it in three days, save thyself, if thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and elders said, He saved others himself, he cannot save if he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. And we're going to skip on down to 54. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done. Sorry, let me see if I, I skipped over something. I did. Okay. All right, let's go back to 43. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. That these also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness all over the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? On that note, we can skip back down to 54. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they greatly feared, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. And this is that that was the 54 verse. Literally, uh, he went through 
he went through hell. Literally. That night, the night that our Lord and Jesus Christ passed and, and went on uh, uh, back to the heaven to descend back to the, to ascend back to the heaven with our heavenly father, he literally went through hell in his mortal body. He said, I, I went through hell just to get to heaven and he wants you to know today that there may as followers of his as disciples of his that was there are times sometimes that we may have to go through hell but there's a purpose in the hell there's a purpose in the suffering there's a purpose in the going through there's a reason for the season there's a reason for the season and i'm not talking about uh chocolate eggs and and bunnies and all this type of nonsense that we do i'm not talking about new outfit uh going to church with mama and daddy going to church with auntie and t-shell and Keyshell and and june and jan there's a reason for the season he wants to let us know but that he went through hell that he went through hell just so he could get to heaven when i woke on on sunday morning and i said uh good evening daddy i mean good morning excuse me it was good morning daddy and happy easter brother and all this stuff and i i greeted because i greet the lord and i know it may be weird to some of you but that's the kind of relationship i have with him and i greeted him and he said uh, he said it clearly in my in my voice the download he said i went through hell just to get to heaven and why did he tell me that today does does jesus need me to have some kind of guilt trip or some pity party on him does he need us to have some kind of guilt trip or pity party on him most certainly not he is the most high god and because he did go through hell he's already seated in high places seated in heaven on the right hand of the father there's no pity that he is in need of but he said i'm telling you that today because i want you all to know i want some of my children to know i want those of you dear god those of you that are laborers uh in the vineyard i to know i want those of you that have anointings and callings and gifts i want even the mother to know that intercede for the people i want even the deacon to know that that may help out in the church and help orchestrate things in the church and so forth i i want even the ushers to know he says i want even them to know that he went through just to get to heaven and we are not exempt we are not exempt of the calling that which is upon us in christ jesus those of us that have have uh, made a commitment to follow christ we must follow him in spirit and in truth because as jesus said he is a spirit god is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth just as he told the samaritan lady as she that a day will come that not even on this mountain in jerusalem in the temple will you worship the the most high god that he's a spirit and if you're gonna follow him you gotta take happen to the spirit that you gotta follow him in spirit and in truth he went through hell for us saints he went through hell for us 
Most of us today, you know, the problem that we're having is because we want to be carnal Christians. We want to be uh, uh, logical Christians. And, and, and nobody's exempt. Nobody's exempt. From, I remember when I was a young girl, 16 and 17, and first gave my life to, what is this? Oh, I was straight up a carnal, logical Christian. And it took a while for God to get that out of me. But I had to understand that I had to go through hell. I had to go through hell just to get to heaven. And and the reason why. The reason why I'm giving you this message. is Because God our Heavenly Father. He wants you to know that. There are going to be times that you're going to have to go through hell. There are going to be times you may have to go through hell. But there may be times you're going to have to go through hell but he promises you you're going to end up in heaven look at Job how he waited on the Lord Job waited on the Lord he waited on the Lord oh he waited on the Lord he lost everything thing he had in the same day in the same month in the same week and he didn't have no little bit job was a wealthy man he was a prosperous man he was a upright man but there were times there's certain time in the passage of job that you're gonna have to go through hell to get through heaven Jesus said today there are going to be times as a saint. We're going to have to go through hell to get to heaven. Some of us, the moment the dog eat our homework, the, the moment that our lights get turned off, the moment that she, we lose something that we hold dear, the moment the children won't act right, the moment we lose our job, oh, the moment even when we lose a loved one, there are times you see, that we're ready to tuck tail and run. There are times that we just want to give up. There are times that we just want to quit where we at. But don't you give up today. Be encouraged. Oh, Jesus says be encouraged today. Be encouraged and take heart. Because he went through hell so we could get to heaven. And as followers of Christ, we're going to have to take up our bed and walk. He already won the victory. He already got won the battle. If we look at 1 Peter 3 and 18, he said, I have the keys. Wait a minute. When he saw the disciples again, he wanted to let them know I have the keys. He said he had the keys of death, hell, and the grave. So he said, Hey, Yadama 
so the battle is already won <laughs> but there are gonna be times <laughs> where you gotta go through hell <laughs> you might just have to go through a little hell <laughs> you might just have to go through a little suffering <laughs> you might just have to go through a little discomfort <laughs> you might just have to go through a little wondering <laughs> hey yeah what's going on lord <laughs> you know my so called just so you can get to heaven <laughs> if we can't suffer with him <laughs> and if we can't suffer with him <laughs> how do we expect to reign with him <laughs> now think about it <laughs> if we can't suffer with him <laughs> how do we expect <laughs> to reign with him <laughs> if we can't pass the test <laughs> how does he know <laughs> how can we say <laughs> that we are truly here <laughs> if we can't pass the test <laughs> how does he know we study <laughs> to show ourselves approved approve <laughs> Oh, I was talking to a family member the other day, and I was there's a point that I brought up that's just like when you teach. You know, those of you that have taught anything, it doesn't matter even if it's in the church, if it's in the education field. When you teach and you give your children a test, or you give your your young adults a test, are you going to give them the test with all the answers and just take up all the answers and take up the the take up the test and say oh i i have lovely children i have lovely students oh they all just study greatly for this test and every one of them passed how do you know what's inside of him how does jesus know what's inside of us how does jesus know the quality is the relationship if we can't go through anything if we can't go through anything, hallelujah, hallelujah, we must be prepared as the body of Christ that sometimes we have to go through a little hell. We have to go through a little hell sometimes. There's a lot of people want to fall away from the church and all this type of stuff and everything. But we got to we gotta know that sometimes, just as Jesus did, he already did it. And most of us would not even suffer even an inch of what he suffered on that night that he died in his mortal body in our lifetime. But if we can't go through a little hell just to get to heaven, then what do we expect? How far do we expect our maturity, our growth, and our relationship with Jesus to go or with God to go? How do we expect to get anywhere? What if Job, what if Job had given up? What about what about if Job had a took taken his wife's advice and and just cursed the Lord and died and 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 agreed with his friends that came and said, oh yeah, you did you done something, Job? Something you done is something you doing? Because people quick to tell you that the moment you have a problem. Well, I I'm gonna tell you what's what's real good. You you find me a Christian that don't have no problem. Don't have no spiritual warfare. And uh, on that I'll just stop. Only God can judge. But something is wrong. Our adversary is not going to attack anyone. That's not a threat. Our adversary is not going to bother with someone he already has. So when people say, 
Christian, oh, you shouldn't have problem. That's a lie. Because sometimes we're going to have to go through hell. But this is what I really, really want to give to you today. There's double in the trouble. Did not Job receive double for the trouble? Did not Jesus ascend into high places and become our high chief? With a seat right on the right hand of the Father which awaited him. He went through hell. He went through hell. Job received double because he kept the faith. Jesus received his seat as our high chief and ambassador on the right hand of the Father because he endured the cross and the pain that came with it and the persecution. Esther not only said, not only saved her people, but gave them a place of honor because she put the torment of her fear and rejection behind her. Caleb and Joshua, they were blessed to survive in the wilderness and led the new generation into the promised land because they didn't mind going through hell to get to heaven. Elijah received a double portion and his master's mantle because he was willing to go through a little discomfort and uncertainty. Nothing comes for free. Saints of God, no pain, no gain. Jesus literally went through hell to get to heaven for our sakes. When we go through suffering, we can already, already just proclaim that we went through hell just to get to heaven. This is why it pleased the father to bruise his own son. Because he didn't mind putting him through the hell if it was going to get all of us or many of us or plenty of us to heaven. Don't mind the suffering saints. Ignore the suffering saints. Because great is the reward behind the suffering. As the scripture did say that after you have suffered a while, will settle you. He will establish you. He will set you up for his best. 
He will strengthen you and make you perfect. Don't be afraid to go through a little hell just to get to heaven. Well, how do I go through it, apostle? When you're going through suffering, put on the garment of praise. I recommend for everyone. Put on the garment of praise. Put on an attitude of praise. As a matter of fact, there are three things I wanted to tell you. When you're going through suffering, put on an attitude of praise. Psalms 34.1, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. When you're going through suffering, put on an attitude of trust. 2 Samuel 22, 29 through 33. Trust him for your victory. Remember what he has done. Remember what he has established. David talks about all the things God has blessed him to do and how God is his strength and his protector. He was reminding himself that he can trust the Lord. When we go through suffering or when you go through suffering, third thing you can do is put on an attitude of faith. Matthew 14, 28 through 29. It was storming. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water while it was storming. Get your faith up. You can walk through the water. You can walk through the storm. Jesus can help you do it. This is what God gave me to give to the church. So the next time, what God really wants to come against is all a lot of spirits of pity that we have. Some saints, yes, they carry a spirit of pity. They want you to pity. We carry, some people carry a spirit of complaint. Complain. Some people carry a spirit of infirmity. And a lot of those work together. Some of it has to do, this message, spirits of control. Because we don't want to go through the storm. Surely it must be someone that, something that someone did or we did. Spirit of accusation, blaming. Paul said, think it not strange when the trials come against you. Because if you're doing anything right for the Lord, they will. The next time, 
that we want to complain or that we want to have to wallow in pity and that we are claiming all kind of infirmities that we want to control and say we don't want to go through this, I don't want to go through this or accuse um, it's this person's fault, that person's fault because God wouldn't put me through this. I know, just and it's next time that we want to do any of that. We should stop and remember that our Lord and Savior Jesus went through hell to get to heaven. And there are going to be times as followers of Christ, that we will be tried by fire. And we must proclaim in past tense to know that it's already over. We already have the victory that I went through hell just to get to heaven. Bless your hearts and bless your souls. At this time, Minister K is coming. He has a powerful word from the Lord. Um, he's going to be teaching us and talking with us how to uh, how to overcome these challenges of what is suffering. How we can overcome it with praise. So I'll give him the floor this time, Minister K. Of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. They came from every town of Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, Lord, said, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not God who is in heaven? You rule over all kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can. You rule over all kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, do not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend. They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine will withstand in your presence before this temple, that bears your name and we cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. But now here are men from Ammon, Moab and Monsia whose territory you will not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us 
out of this possession he gave us as an inheritance. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. All the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, stood there before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jair, the son of Mataniah, a Levite and descendant of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, the gods. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of seas, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeroen. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the Lord, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kohathites and Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Teco. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord said, Ambitious, against the men of Ammon and Moab and Moshiach who were invading Judah and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert, and looked towards the vast army. They saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Hallelujah. 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 In this story we have read, we will understand that the Israelites were faced with a war on a normal day they couldn't have won on their own. By giving thanks and praises to God, God took over their battle and fought for them. If we look at verse, verses 22 and 23 closely, we'll, we'll see what God did, how they praised God and 
what God did, responding to their praises. Verse 22 says, As they began to sing and praise, the Lord said ambushes against ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Monsieur who were invading Judah and they were defeated. Verse 23 says, The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Hallelujah. 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 The implication of these two verses is that the invaders did not only kill themselves. Those people that, you know, attacked the Israelites, the Ammonites, and the Moabites, they did not only kill themselves, they helped to kill the enemies of the Israelites from Mount Seir. Hallelujah. We can now see a benefit of praising God. Now praising God implies that you are placing all your trust in God. Um, that uh, you are handing over your battles to him. When you praise God in your trials and troubles, you have created a space for him to step in your matter. Because the Bible says in the book of Psalm, chapter 22, verse 3, it says God inhabits, God dwells in praise. And if you have praised God, you have created a space for him to dwell. Creating a space for God by praising him, he takes over your battle and he fights for you. Most times the problem we have is that we worry a lot. We focus on our difficulties and we try to fix it on our own. Yes, we try to fix our problems on our own. We don't need to do that. All we need to do is to focus on God. All we need to do is look unto Him. All we need to do is give praises and thanks to Him. And that was exactly what the Israelites did to conquer the people of Ammon and Moab. That's what they did to conquer the people from Monsia. And that was exactly what Silas and Paul did when they were in prison. They did that in prison. They praised the Lord. They gave thanks unto Him. And you know, God set them free from their captivity. But the Bible says in the book of um, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, it says, The foundation of that prison shook. And they were all let loose. This is what praises and thanksgiving can do. Praises and thanksgiving can make God to step into your into your matter and fight your battle, fight for you, set you free from captivity. Hallelujah. 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 Huh. Hallelujah. Praise God, Mr. K. We thank you for that dynamic word today. We thank you um, for just coming on the uh, podcast and being a blessing as always. Um, And 
we just give glory to God for that and, and keep in mind and know that when we're going through suffering, uh, we need to, one of the things we definitely need to do is have an attitude of praise and worship and praise and worship the Lord. On that note, if there's anyone out there that is just tired of running from God and tired of not facing the music, they know that God has a calling on their life. They know that they have heard from the or heard the voice of the Lord pricking their hearts and their minds to come to him, but they've been uh, procrastinating or stagnant about it because they don't want to go through the hell. Well, people of God, I've, I've already told you, you're going to have to go through some hell, but it's going to be to get to heaven. And I would much rather go through hell to get to heaven than to go through hell to get to hell, wouldn't you? All right, so this today is your day. You can come on in. Jesus is waiting. He's waiting by you. Uh, give us about a minute and a half. We're going to give you time to quiet your spirit and your soul and make sure you're ready to make this commitment. And I will pray the prayer of salvation with you when we come right back. Praise the Lord today. And if you're ready to come in on into Jesus and have him invite him into you, please bow your heads in prayer and pray this prayer with me today. Heavenly Father, we come to you through your son, Jesus Christ. Jesus, we admit that we are sinners. In need of your saving grace. We ask you. And we invite you. To come in our lives Lord and save us. In every way we need to be saved. Save us from the destruction of ourselves. Save us from the destruction of other forces. Save us in every way we need to be saved. Lord, we invite you in our life. Come in and make our world new. Come in and make us new. And bless us. And bless our lives. With your goodness. And your mercy. And your grace. And your glory. 
from this day on. I believe that I am saved and delivered and healed and set free by King Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen, amen. And if you have taken the time to pray that prayer, know that you are now a born-again Christian of the Lord. Welcome to the household of faith. Um, You have to do your part. God is going to definitely do his part. Make sure you're studying the word. Feel free to um, go on our website and request a Bible. We'll send it to you. Feel free to call us if you can't get on the site or it's just too difficult to you. Um, Feel free to call us. And we will send you a Bible that way. Make sure you read a little small portion of God's Word each day. Make sure that you are studying to show yourself approved. And you're spending that time, at least that hour, that hour and a half to two hours with God every day. And He will make your your life brand new. And definitely you do want to get uh, planted in a local church. Um, so if you'll give us just a minute, stay put. I'm going to come back and we're going to do a covering prayer. To wrap up everything, um, but we're going to be doing a covering prayer and in just a second. So just stay put. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We just give you all the glory, all the praise. Lord, we recognize that you are God and God alone. And we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your visitation today. Dear God, we thank you for just being God in our life and being our strength, our healer and our redeemer. Heavenly Father, we come to you now. Those of that are under the sound of my voice, dear God, that have just accepted you as their personal Savior. Lord, we pray that you will stick closer to them than a brother. We pray, dear God, that you will cling tight to their side. You will send your ministering angels and spirits, dear God, to lead them in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, dear God. Dear God, that you will be their, their uh, uh, buckler and their shield, dear God, and that your angels will bear them up in their in their hands lest I dash the foot against the stone we pray dear God that you'll be their very present help in the time of trouble that you will lead them and you will send the Holy Ghost that your comforter dear God so that you will lead them into the spirit of truth you will bless them Lord to get baptized at the right place dear God dear God you will bless them dear God to continue on walking with you and believing that you are that you are dear God and continue and establish continue on establishing relationship with you we thank you, Lord. We give them to you, dear God. We just uh, give everything to you, dear God, that might be of concern. And those that are have been uh, watching or listening, 
that have already received you, Lord. Be a covering over them. Bless them, Lord. Touch them now. To God, supply their every need. Be a fence over over troubled waters. Be a bridge over troubled waters. Be a fence all around them. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. And we give you all the glory, all the praise. And we believe and declare today that it is done and that you are mighty. And there's nothing that you can't do. That mighty are the works of your hands, dear God. And great are the works of your hands. Powerful are the works of your hands, dear God. And we believe it and we give it all to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed and we count it done. We thank you very much for being a part of episode us. And we just give you give him all the glory. And, um, we look forward to the next time. Next time, this is episode 16. You all be blessed. Remember, if you need prayer, it's a great time of one-on-one prayer. You can call. I just want to give that number one more time, one eight seven seven. And that's 842. And 842. And 1712. You all, if you need prayer, go ahead and call now. This is a great time to call. All right, until next time.